It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. The analogy of someone drowning seems appropriate. That can be the trajectory of mental health. There are people who will listen. It's important that we embrace the discomfort of these vital conversations that need to take place. There is hope that we can make a difference in the life of somebody that may be the very closest person to us. Those are just uh, excerpts from a uh, trailer recently released from uh, The Family Place Presents. Uh, It's called I'm Still Here Suicide Prevention Video Series. Uh, And this is one of those crucial conversations and really pleased to be uh, joined on the program today by uh, Cheryl Goody, Ph.D. She is the executive director of The Family Place and joins us on the line. Uh, Thanks so much for uh, coming on to discuss this uh, critical video series with us. Well, thank you for having me. So give us just a, a little bit of a background. I know that this is uh, in, in part uh, a, uh, an offshoot from, uh, from what the uh, governor uh, has done, some of the funding provided by the governor's suicide prevention program for the state of Utah. Uh, but give us a, a little backstory here. I think uh, so many of us are aware of people who are dealing with either deep depression or suicidal thoughts. Uh, especially uh, in the midst of a pandemic and the holiday season. Uh, But give us some uh, perspective in terms of uh, where you're coming from, what the genesis of this project is. You bet. So our desire was to have everyday people share their stories because we know that suicide and suicide ideation is very prevalent, not just only in the United States, but within Utah. And we wanted to give people the tools that they needed to be able to have these conversations and to be able to help those in need. Uh, that's uh, that's so vital. And a lot of people don't think that all the way through. Uh, as you mentioned, Utah has its own specific challenges there. It's the uh, eighth leading cause of death is by suicide. Uh, and I think one of the important things I think to recognize is that this this impacts all demographics, uh, young, old, uh, regardless of age, race, uh, faith, tradition, whatever it may be. Uh, this really is an issue we all need to be thinking about. Yes, definitely. And that it can affect anyone that we know. In fact, when you, when you talk to others, there's a good chance that they know someone that has been affected by suicide. And so we had the great opportunity to be able to interview these 10 amazing participants that tell their story and then give a little bit of advice to those that might be dealing with their same challenges. Mm, that's so important. And I think one of the uh, the real critical messages is that you're not a, alone in this process. I think so many people uh, get backed into a corner and then they either feel shame or guilt because they, they think they're the only one who is dealing with it or they just think people don't care or aren't interested. Uh, how's this going to help them? We want to give them hope. We want them to know that they're not alone and we want to encourage them to reach out to their support system, to their families, to their friends and to be able to find that support to keep enduring. Mm. 
And that's uh, it's so important. I think when people recognize that they're not alone, that uh, that others have struggled with the same thoughts, the same uh, frustrations, and uh, being able to to move that conversation forward. I, lo- I love this whole day idea of I'm still here. Uh, I always think of the uh, the old story of the old rancher, you know, out there on the farm that uh, had a little sign hanging from a rusty nail that said. Burned out by drought, drowned out by flood, sold out by sheriff, still here. Uh, And I love that whole idea of still here. And I think that's the message that everybody needs is that we need you here. We need you still here now. We need you still here a year from now. That's right. And it's speaking to those that may be a survivor of suicide. It's speaking to those who chose not to die and chose to live and to keep enduring but it also speaks to those supporters, mm. to those friends, to the family that you might have, that they are still here to support you during these trying times. Uh, I love that. And uh, so where should we point people? Uh, again, whether it's uh, someone who's experiencing that for themselves, who's wondering if they should be still here or if it wouldn't be better without them. Uh, we want to get to those folks. But as you mentioned, we also want to get to those friends and loved ones around them that are part of that support system. Yes, please go to our website that is thefamilyplaceutah.org, where you can connect and find those seven videos that we have put together to show you 10 different stories to be able to connect with, and the links are all there. And then we also want you to remember that National Suicide Prevention Hotline that you will find on there and to to know that you're not alone. Oh, so good. And uh, so appreciate that insight and this uh, wonderful effort. These are just crucial uh, conversations that we we have to get more comfortable having these uncomfortable conversations if we're going to help people still be here uh, not just through this holiday season and this pandemic, but uh, for years to come. Uh, Dr. Cheryl Goody, uh, again, is the executive director of The Family Place. Uh, you can go to thefamilyplaceutah.org uh, or on YouTube and check that out. Uh, but Dr. Goody, we really appreciate your effort, your leadership, uh, and the difference that this is making for our community. Thank you. That is our intention, to make that difference with just one person, one child, one parent, or even one family. Oh, fantastic. Uh, again, thanks so much for joining us. And we'll put all of this on our Facebook page today. Uh, so you can do that as uh, as Dr. Goody was talking there. Uh, I think Kellyanne actually put this into the bottom of the uh, piece here, the, the old starfish story, the old uh, man throwing those starfish back into the ocean and uh, just knowing you can make a difference for one. Uh, we talk about that on this program all the time, that it's, it is about doing something that makes a difference. And in no space is it more important uh, than with those that are dealing with depression, discouragement, suicidal thoughts. And we have to be ready to reach out and uh, they need to be ready to reach out. If you're listening today and you're uh, having thoughts of getting out of the game, we need you in the game. Uh, we need you still here. And uh, we encourage you to go to the family place dot, uh, excuse me, uh, the family place org. Uh, or, of course, all of the uh, regular hotlines that we have available. And we'll have all of those up on our Facebook page today. And this is another one of those things where I just remind people, never, ever underestimate, never underestimate what one text, what one phone call, what one drop in to see somebody uh, can do. It's a great way for all of us 
uh, to get out there and make a difference. Nothing more important. Uh, still here. We need you here. Uh, regardless of what challenges you're facing or how dark or difficult the day may seem, we need you here. We want you here. And you're not alone. There's people around that are going to help you stay here uh, and continue to learn to thrive and grow and add value and make a difference and find happiness and joy. It's there. Uh, we're going to do it together. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour break. When we come back, our good friend James Walner is going to join us from Washington, D.C. We'll give you a little preview of coming attraction. What are we going to see in Congress and the White House in the days ahead? Stay with us. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.